Hi everyone, welcome to Behind the Scenes EMA Mortgage Podcast. I'd like to uh, give a shout out to a client of mine. Uh, his name is Arsalan and he's actually the one that inspired me to do more of these podcasts and more and consistent. Uh, thank you Arsalan for, for, for the talk. Now, our topic for today is the CMHC, how they admitted that tightening was a mistake. So sometime last year, June 2020, they changed some of the rules uh, from what it was to 3240 GDS, TDS guideline. We can get to that a little bit later on. But before that, I'd like to talk to you guys about uh, an interest of mine, which is NBA. The NBA draft is going to be on July 29th. The Raptors, uh, our local team, was lucky enough to get the number four pick. I think there's three major players that uh, are in line for that pick. So there's really four, five uh, great players or great potential players that could be picked there. The consensus number one pick is Cade uh, Cunningham. Uh, he's a really tall guard that uh, has superstar potential. Now for the number four pick, the Raptors, are, uh, the Raptors have three possible players that they can get. One is Jalen Green, the other is Evan Mobley, and lastly, Jalen Suggs. The more likely scenario, according to, uh, according to some of the draft, um, I guess, professionals out there, or at least the mock drafts that's been out, uh, the Raptors are potentially um, in line to get Jalen Suggs. Uh, a, a smaller uh, point guard, very athletic, and certainly could be a di difference maker, especially if we um, potentially or likely lose Kyle uh, Lowry. So July 29th, we have a, uh, uh, an NBA draft that, uh, that we should be looking forward, at least I'm looking forward, and it looks like we might be able to add a really, really good young player. Now, going back to, to our podcast uh, topic of CMHC admitting that the tightening was a mistake. So as, as I mentioned before, the, uh, the old rule prior to this recent change, uh, CMAC operated with a GDS or home-based expenses uh, up to 32% of your gross income can be allocated for that. And then only up to 40% for all your total debt. So that includes your home-based expenses of your total gross income can be, uh, can be uh, uh, for the total amount. So we went from 32, 40, to the regular one at 39.44. I mean, reason I say regular one, uh, prior to them changing it last June, um, both all of CMHC, Sagen, and Canada Guarantee had it at or has it at 39.44. So 39% of your gross income before taxes can be allocated for uh, home-based expenses and 44% for all debts, including the home-based expense. So they upped the uh, GDS, TDS number, which basically means that as a borrower, if we're looking at CMHC, we can get more, our capacity to borrow is more today than what it was um, a couple of weeks ago. Now, why did they do that? Well, because of that change, CMHC made the change to a more conservative 3240 last year, but Sagen and Canada Guarantee did not follow suit. So what happened is that CMAC lost market share. Um, it wasn't effective because of that. Um, now, this change over from uh, the old 3240 
to the 3944 doesn't really affect you as a borrower at all. So although it's seen as a good positive change, um, as an individual borrower, it doesn't really affect you because as mortgage experts, if we know that, you know, SAGEN or Canada Guarantee uh, will fit your specific uh, scenario, we would ask the lender to, to send it there. So we're not limited to the, the 3240. Now, with the new change, CMHC, Canada Guarantee and, and SAGEN are all in play for all your deals. Now, that change to to be you know to have it at 3240 from before the goal was according to CMC was to protect home buyers or reduce the taxpayers risk or or uh, basically more be more conservative in that route because we were in the middle of a pandemic and and you know I guess CMC felt that they, they can dictate uh, what happens with the uh, uh, with uh, with how much borrowing uh, an individual borrower should be borrowing effectively because all the private insurers the other private insurers didn't follow suit so it wasn't it didn't really work now what happened is that prior to the um uh the pandemic were uh before they made the change cmac had around 45 to 50 percent market share um where they were the dominant force out of the three mortgage insurance uh, companies out there. Now, once they make the change, uh, they made the change as of a couple of weeks ago, CMAC went from 45, 50% market share to 23% market share. Sagen took around 44% and Canada Guarantee made up the rest at 33%. So Sagen, then Canada Guarantee, and lastly CMHC had the uh, the market share there. So I think this is uh, this is a way for CMHC to um, to get some of that market share back, and and it'll be successful because it's it is something that makes sense. They'll be successful because they are a government body that have inherent advantage um, in terms of acquiring some of those market back. Um, the change in itself is is a good change because that means it's less likely that um, you know uh, the the rules will be in effect at 32% and 40% of the GDS TDS qualification now everybody's at 39 44 we should expect that to uh, to be the uh, the rule moving forward for a long you know for the the next immediate uh, uh, future now, aside from changing the GDS and TDS, they also lowered the, the credit score requirement from 680 beacon score at minimum to at least one of the borrowers at 600 beacon score. That's also a good change. Now, you know, we talk about CMEC, we talk about Canada Guarantee, we talk about CGEN. There's, there's something I'd like to discuss, uh, maybe something for you guys to think about. I always wonder why are the buyers still paying mortgage insurance premium to guarantee the bank loans? Surely in today's markets, the bank can underwrite a more effective way where our buyers are not paying for the mortgage insurance premium. I don't know. Thank you for listening in and have yourself a wonderful day.